This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, shop online for your pets, but with care. And how you and your dog found each other may not be a coincidence. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here, your host on Best Buds for Pets and Catitude. Ben and Jerry's has frozen treats for dogs. I know Nikki is going to love this. He loves a frozen treat. They have two different flavors. One is Punch's Mix, which is peanut butter and pretzel. And the other one is Rosie's Batch, which is pumpkin and mini cookies. You know, I kind of like both of those flavors too, but my absolute favorite is fish food. Anything Ben and Jerry's is always fabulous because the quality is so good and their mixes are so delicious. Be sure to check out more about these frozen dog desserts as well as pictures of all the caniners at the Ben and Jerry's Vermont office at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. I'm here with Monica Layton, President of Professional Pet Sitting, with our Pet Tip of the Week. And Monica, with us being home a lot, and not kind of like our whole lives have changed, but we're doing a lot of shopping online, and we're also doing a lot of shopping online for our pets. And maybe there's some things that would be better that we maybe didn't get online, but for our pets. But could you please give us some tips on shopping online for our pets? What's good for them? What maybe might not work? Absolutely. So shopping online is huge. I mean, everybody is busy. We're home a lot. You know, it's a lot safer than, you know, going out into the public in a lot of cases. Um, And it's convenient. I mean, there's nothing better than, you know, doing auto ship and having your pet's food come straight to your front door or, you know, those heavy bags of, uh, you know, big, big food. If you have larger dogs or the heavy things, of cat litter, you know, going to the store, carting them in your cart, lifting them up on the checkout. 
thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be rung up. I mean, it's it's a lot of physical work. He's <laughs> <laughs> tired sometimes thinking about, you know. And then if your pet eats canned food, those cases of food can be heavy. Then you're carting them in and out. And yeah, no, just ship that stuff to your front door. <laughs> There's so many discounts and saving plans you can also get with shopping online and there's a lot of credible sources out there so i don't want to talk about you know like not shopping online because it's great in so many ways and there's a lot of reasons why you know pet owners do it and it and it works out great the pet gets everything they need the owner gets great rates um and the pet's cared for and it's convenient however i did want to touch on one item that so many of our pet owners have not realized is the one item you should not buy online in the reason. So that item is your heartworm medication. So when I say purchase online, I just want to make sure that I'm clear so there's no confusion. So the main purpose of not buying your pet's heartworm medication online is meaning not from a veterinarian directly. So some veterinary offices have online stores, like our office does, for an example. Um, But that's still considered purchasing it from a veterinarian because you know exactly where it's coming from. So here's the key. It's all in the guarantee of the product. So places like um, Pet Meds and Chewies and Walmart, and there's a lot of companies out there that, you know, are reputable. They do a great job. However, the guarantee of the product is vastly different than if it's sold through a veterinarian and a heartworm is that difference. So what the difference is, is if you purchase online through a pet pharmacy that is not a veterinarian, the guarantee is a reef. If let's say your pet gets heartworms, or your pet gets internal parasites because as most of us know, if you didn't, you know, here's a little, you know, tip on that. Um, heartworm medication does not just cover heartworms. It also covers your internal parasites. So things like hookworms, roundworms, whipworms, that's all included under the scope of your heartworm medication. So let's say your pet comes down with heartworms or hookworms or some kind of worm and they're, but you're on your medication. You're like, you know, what's going on? You know, my pet's on this. The guarantee that comes with that medication, if it's sold from a veterinarian is a hundred percent. And when I say a hundred percent, that includes any treatment necessary to get that pet worm free. So heartworm treatment can vastly change as far as the price to treat, depending on how many injections they need, you know, and that's due to the number of worms that they're seeing, how big the heartworm burden is, how, how advanced it is. It also includes, you know, hospitalization usually, you know, the medication, it can be very pricely and you're starting out depending on what area in the country you're in as well, because of course rates are going to change in certain States. So you can be anywhere between 1000, 2000 easily very easily just for limited treatments. So if you purchase heartworm medication from a veterinarian and they go in for their vaccines or whatever, and your pet comes back positive, if it's purchased through a veterinarian or an online store that belongs to a veterinary hospital, your pet is guaranteed 100%. So they are going to pay any fee 
to get that pet cared for. If you purchase it through like a Chewy or a Pet Med, your guarantee is only good for what you spend on the product. So, oh. for example, you buy a six-pack of Interceptor or HeartGuard and it's like 50 bucks, and then your pet gets heartworms, you're only getting 50 bucks. You're only getting what it will cost you to buy that medication from them. That's their guarantee that if the product doesn't work, they're going to give you your money back. But that doesn't include the treatment of your pet. Which is, ex- so which I, can be very extensive. Exactly. So let, like, let's say a lesser one, because heartworms, of course, is the highest, you know, dollar amount mm-hmm. that you're going to pay for one of those medications. But let's say something like roundworms or hookworms, something like that. So you, you could see suspicions or you could just be in for a regular fecal sample. Fecal samples, roughly, you know, $20, $25 to run a fecal sample. So you have that initial cost to, you know, run that sample. And if you suspect your pet has worms and they're showing signs of worms, loose stool, you won't always see the worm in the stool. So they send out the fecal sample to the lab. So let's say your dog becomes sick, it gets loose stool. You bring it into the vet. So you have your office call. Let's just call it $50, which is a very common rate. Then you're going to have your fecal samples, and then you're up to $75. Then when they get that sample back and see that it's a parasite, you're going to have dewormers. And then you're also going to have another fecal sample done, you know, two weeks later after the dewormers to make sure your pet is negative. So you're over 100 bucks at this point, much more than what you spent on that medication. Right. So that is your difference right there as far as your guarantee. So when it comes to something as important as intestinal parasites and heartworms, I always tell my clients, make sure you purchase that from a veterinarian. And another story, which I find amazing. So for example, we had a client in the office and many people don't know, but when you take a pet in for a heartworm test, those tests have a four month lag time. So what does that mean? That means that when a mosquito bites a pet and that mosquito transfers heartworms to that pet, and that's how pets get heartworms is through mosquitoes. It takes four months for that test to pick it up. Why? Because the heartworm test that we use, they check for adult heartworms. So when a pet gets heartworms, they get what we call microfilaria, which is the baby stages of the heartworm. Well, it takes four months from that microfilaria to become an adult and be identified as a heartworm test. So you could test a dog right now that is technically heartworm positive, and it could come up negative. And then you retest four months later, and it's positive. Uh, yes. So what I don't even mean? think people realize that, Monica, because I think they think when you go in, you get the blood dry, you, you go through the whole thing, that that's just it. And then you have it done again next year. Absolutely. So where this becomes key is rescue pets. So many people rescue pets. And I, you know, 100% want them to do that. However, you know, the shelter is going to do the absolute best they can. They're going to heartworm test that pet. They're going to get it on a medication. They're going to vaccinate that pet, and then they're going to find it at home. However, if that pet is adopted out before that four-month time, we always recommend that our pet owners that come in with these new pets, that they retest four months after the initial test. Because we've seen it so many times to where, you know, the pet was found outside or, you know, they don't have a history on it. Maybe the pet wasn't given a prevention 
And, you know, that's when you'll find those cases that four months later can come up positive. Well, we've had this multiple times in the office. We work with a rescue that does a lot of pets and they'll come out of Miami and places like that, like high, high, you know, filled shelters, very, very, you know, large shelter areas. And um, they'll come back and end up being positive later. And the companies that, you know, have given them the, the heartworm medication. So, for example, we had a client that came in, adopted a pet from the rescue. They put it on Revolution, which is a product made by Zoetis. Um, Pfizer is like the human drug company, but Zoetis is, you know, the, the pet line. And um, they came in and did what they were supposed to do. You know, the pet was heartworm tested. It was negative. They put it on the monthly prevention. And when they came back in, um, when the pet was due for their heartworm test again, it was positive. And even though there was a extremely high chance that this pet was already positive mm-hmm. before they started that medication, because they were on the medication and the guarantee the company paid 100% of their vet bills to have that dog heartworm treated. That's seeing that's the importance. And and one thing that we want to make clear too, Monica, is that like you said, you can order online. A number of vets have these online stores such as yourself, where if you need to order online, you can order them. It's just through your vet's office. Absolutely. And, you know, some things that, you know, not all pet owners know. So for example, the nine, like 90% of the pet owner, like the pet veterinarian websites. So when you go to like our office, jackarianimalhospital.com, you'll go in there and there'll be a little link that says shop our store. Well, that's not, it's a veterinary online distributor. So that means that those drugs come directly from those drug companies. So they know that they're not sold by a third party. It's not overstock that, you know, another, you know, company purchased, which is what happens often with a lot of medications because some medications will only be sold through veterinarians, but then all of a sudden you can find them on online websites. And that just means that, you know, somebody had overstock and a veterinarian sold it to a company or they got it, you know, third party from somebody else. So you have a lot of shipping and a lot of distribution that can be, you know, not correct temperatures or not correct packaging, things of that nature. And that's where you get into having medications that cannot always be the most reparable. And it's hard to sometimes figure out which is and which is not. And again, there's a lot of great sources online that do things the right way. So I'm not saying that they're all like that, but it's just something to be cautious of. But when you purchase it through a veterinarian, it's not like, for example, our online store, um, it comes directly from the distributor. So it's backed by their guarantee. So it's not like when you shop, you know, our online store, you know, the receptionist is not packing it up from our shelf and sending it to you. You know, it's coming from the, you know, the company directly. And then they offer a lot of rebates and a lot of specials as well. So like the online stores that vets can pay, like our office pays to be a part of having an online store. So that way we can pass along the online savings that they can get from all these websites. Because let's face it, people, you know, are out of work. People are still, you know, dealing with COVID. Like people need to be economically fiscal and save money where they can because, if they can't, they can't afford treatment. And what happens if they can't afford treatment? The pet suffers. Yep, exactly. So, 
yeah. So by offering these great deals, you know, they can afford to take care of their pets. You're not, you know, having a pet that's coming in sick later. And the other thing that people don't know is on top of the specials that you get, just like any other online store through your veterinarian, you're also entitled to veterinary exclusive rebates. So let's talk like Zoetis, for example, but, you know, the story that I gave about, right. you know, the revolution. So you purchase it from Chewy or from Pet Meds, wherever um, you don't have your guarantee and you get it at like 20% off or auto ship, whatever. You can get the same rate from your veterinarian's website. You get your guarantee. But then if you go to Zoetis Pet Care Rewards, which is um, the rebate system for veterinarians, you also get anywhere between $15 to $30 back, depending on the size of the box you purchased, on every single purchase. And that's only available wow. when it's sold through a veterinarian. This is like a whole bunch of awareness. A lot of people are shopping online. I do a lot of shopping online the, to be aware of some of the um, the health things, but some of the things that, that are guaranteed and back it up. It's very, very important, I think, that people realize this because I think a, a lot of people don't. I mean, I didn't. So it's this is helping to bring aware of what works best for your pet in the long run in case it does get heartworm where the guarantee lies. It's not necessarily the effectiveness of the pill. It's where the guarantee lies of what happens after the pills administered. And, and Monica, thank Absolutely. you very much. This is great, great information. It's uh, shopping online for pets, but it's shopping online for pets with awareness. So thank you so very much, Monica. You have a great week. Thank you. You too. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Susan Maria Miss Olive here to announce the release of the second book in the Doggy Diva Diary series, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Friends, a story about Miss Olive's encounters with bullying at a dog park and how she learns a life lesson. Please check out the original award-winning book, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home, which is a story about adoption and rescue. Both books are available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And please visit TheDoggyDiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, could it be just a coincidence that your dog came into your life? Maybe not. That's what's coming up. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check. A nationwide pet insurance alternative, with Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats, regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back everyone to the Doggy Diva Show with over 1 million copies in print. New York Times bestselling author Squire Rushnell and his wife Louise Duarte return with the beloved Godwink series, this time with a charming dog-focused collection of stories, all of which provide plenty of hope, encouragement, and laughter. With delightfully uplifting stories and enthralling prose, 
Dog Winks, True God Winks Stories of Dogs and Blessings They Bring is the perfect gift for dog lovers of all backgrounds. Every story is a true account of an astonishing Godwink in which a dog was a central character. And we have with us today Squire Rushnell. And Squire is a popular speaker, New York Times bestselling author, who coined the term Godwink. And with more than one billion books in print, Squire Godwink's stories are popular features on NBC's Today Show. As a veteran, ABC television network executive. He oversaw the acclaimed Schoolhouse Rock series and the ABC After School specials. Programs under his direction have captured more than 75 Emmy Awards. So we are so honored to have with us today Squire Rush. Now, hey, Squire, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show. Hi, Susan. I am so delighted to be here. I feel as though I should say, woof, woof. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> That's perfect. Now, I have to tell you that I have loved your Godwink stories and your movies. They're beautiful Hallmark movies that, that come out during the holiday season. I'm familiar with it, but for the listeners who may not be familiar with Godwinks, can you tell us what a Godwink is? Well, a godwink is uh, a new word in the language. Uh, well, actually, not too new because I went into my first book, which was 20 years ago. But it seems like a new <laughs> word in the language. And um, uh, and it's in dictionaries now. And what it really does is it fills a vacancy in the language when one of those little so-called coincidences happen that you know it's not a coincidence. It had to have come directly from above. And so when I was writing my first book, uh, my wife Louise and I were wrestling with, well, what do we really call coincidences that aren't coincidence? And so we spent a good deal of time on that. One day that little word Godwink came into my mind. And I thought, wow, that's kind of fun. That doesn't sound threatening in any kind of a way. And so uh, we soon realized that it was a word in the language. And what it shows up as in the dictionary is a coincidence that isn't a coincidence but comes from divine origin. But there's also a second meaning that our readers led us to. And that is, it's another word for answered prayer. So because there is no word in the dictionary that represents answered prayer, people started using this one word, God winks, to fill it in. So, And every time one has an answered prayer, it is a God wink, by definition. So God wink is, um, is a very special word. And by the way, the word coincidence in the Hebrew language doesn't even exist. They believe that everything comes from God, and therefore you don't need that word coincidence. So Godwink is now a bona fide word, and so the logical extension of that is that uh, when we started thinking about writing a book about uh, Godwinks that have dogs at the center of the stories, it just seemed logical for us to say, Dog winks, not just God winks. So 
That's what a Godwink is. What was your inspiration for writing Godwink books and also transitioning into Dogwink? Well, um, I used to run Good Morning America. And I would stand in the back of the control room, and every time a reporter said, ironically today, I would wonder if it wasn't one of those coincidence stories that I was fascinated with. And I had just always been, I was always saying, isn't there more to coincidence than coincidence? Or, And I actually did a talk one time at a little church, it was across the road from Dr. Norman Vincent Peale's farm, and, and a lot of the people who worked for him came to that little church, and I was speaking to that congregation, and, and the title of the talk was Coincidence. Is it evidence of a grand plan? I don't know. I'm just a TV guy. I'm the guy who brought you Schoolhouse Rock. I do not know, but I want to tell you some of these incredible stories. So that's really how it all began, and, and that congregation was the motivation for me to say, you know something? The audience was reacting in such a way, I think I ought to try to write a book about it. So that was the evolution of moving into uh, trying to do a book on these so-called coincidences and not really having a word for what they stood for. And then the and the, the dog wink books is that we the, the evolution of that was really my wife wonderful wife Louise and we are partnered prayer uh advocates. We pray together uh and we we have a partnered prayer challenge that you could find out about at praystay.org where we uh, urge people uh mothers and fathers and their children or husbands and wives or two people to come together and to pray together five minutes a day for 40 days. And just amazing things happen. It just commits you into uh, a new way of communicating to coming together as one and speaking to God. And and I, I just can't tell you how much it saves marriages and strengthens families. But anyway, we came out of our morning partnered prayer, and Louise said, I think God wants us to do a book about dogs. And so it was a very short jump for me to say, dog wings. And so that's what we started to do, and I and, and whenever we write a book, uh, we just tell our, our audience uh, on Facebook, uh, the, the, the Godwinks uh, uh, Facebook page and uh, other uh, avenues of opportunity. We just tell them what book we're working on, and we are divinely aligned. Especially during these times, you know, as you talk about coming together, as you talk about prayer, I think it's so important for these times that we're in right now, and a lot of us are home, we're home together, whether it be with our spouses or or our dogs pets and i think it's yep. really important what you uh what you just brought to our attention i just yep. have to ask you this we found out what a god wink is what exactly is a dog wink well a dog wink is any god wink story with a dog at the center mm. so uh we attempted to really kind of give a definition to it really in the subtitle of the book dog winks true god wink stories about dogs and the blessings that they bring. But that basically is what a dog wink. A dog wink is a God wink with a dog at the center of it. 
myself as a pet parent after reading this really inspiring, but it's entertaining as well as inspiring dog winks. I reflected back on my life and I recognized many God winks and dog winks that I was mm-hmm. blessed with in my life. And your book is full of these amazing stories. Could you share a couple of these stories sure. about these faithful friends and who they were and how they came to their human companion in their time of need? Yes. Well, let me tell you uh, Louise's story because uh, usually she gets to tell it if she's <laughs> here. And, and so because she isn't, I'll tell it behind her back. <laughs> <laughs> My wonderful wife, Louise, and we're married 20 years and madly in love. love uh, more today than yesterday, every day. And uh, Louise grew up in a family where Granny Grace, her mother, was uh, the matriarch of the family. And, um, and so Louise had a, uh, uh, a, a sense of uh, actually always hiding behind other people's voices. She she was very shy, and she would hide behind other people's voices. And so she'd sometimes do voices, and that's how she became an impressionist, went on the road with Tim Conway and Harvey Korman uh, for 10 years and uh, as one of the world's greatest uh, comedic impressionists. But as a seven-year-old, she was a shy girl. And... Um, she wanted a dog. Every year, she would make out her Christmas list, and right at the top, she'd put D-O-G. And every year, she was disappointed. She knew why. Because Granny Grace, her mother, uh, was deathly afraid of dogs. Her grandfather was bitten by a rabid dog, and he died. And so that was embedded in uh, in her mother's uh, psyche. And so she said, no dogs, no dogs. And one day Louise pressed, uh, maybe went over the line a little bit, because she said, can I have a dog? And her mother was suffering from a migraine headache that day, and she had a lack of patience, which we'd all forgive her for with a migraine headache. But Grace said, the only way you're ever going to get a dog is if somebody leaves it to you in your will. So no, you're not going to have a dog. Well, that was that. Louise didn't ask again. But that might have been a prayer, because when we articulate things out loud, even though we're not talking to God, some God is always listening. Not long after that, uh, she got a call from the Stelbergers, which was a neighbor, and his and uh, Mr. Stelberger, his mother had a dog <clears throat> named Spotty, and she wondered if Louise could kind of doggy sit for her dog while she went to doctor's appointments and things like that. Well, Louise was thrilled, and she took Spotty, who was a little, um, I think Spotty was a, a border collie, and um, she she just fell madly in love with Spotty. She wanted to babysit or doggy sit for Spotty whenever she could. And they just became best of friends. Well, one day, Mr. Stelberger came to the door and knocked on the door. And Louise went to the door and her mother came along and stood beside her. And, and uh, Mr. Stelberger said, I have some bad news. My mother died. And... Um, 
but she left something for Louise in her will. And so, of course, Grace thought it might be a nice hunk of cash. <laughs> but Louise was just baffled. And Mr. Stelberger went to the car, opened the door, and out jumped Spotty. And Louise said, remembering her the promise of her mother, <laughs> that the only way you're going to get a dog is if somebody leaves it to you in their will. And she said, Ma, can I keep her? <laughs> well, there was a very long pause. Grace was stuck in between a rock and a hard place. And she said, well, I guess I don't have any choice. Louise was thrilled. <laughs> Spotty just jumped into her arms. And they were best friends for the next, I don't know, nine or ten years. Because Spotty lived me a long time. And Grace grew to love. I love that story. Kind of remind me a little bit of my childhood. My mother said, no, 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 no pets, no dogs, no cats, no anything. And my grandmother brought us up. My mom and dad both worked. And they would follow me. To this day, they follow me home. All of them would follow me. We ended up with a menagerie. And But it was like, no, 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 no. So I'm reading this story. And I said, oh, my gosh. This is, uh... it's like, but these are what the stories are all about. It's like, yeah, unless it's in someone's will, it's like God's listening and said, okay. Well, that's how it's going to come to you. <laughs> yep, we'll take care of that. Yep. Yeah, all done, check on my list. <laughs> it really worked out. Actually, uh, uh, I loved Grace. Um, she lived with us the last three years of her wow. life, which were only up until uh, a couple of years ago, That just before COVID. She uh, she graduated to heaven, and she uh, she lived with us the last three years of her life, and uh, I felt as though my job was to uh, honor my mother and mother-in-law, and uh, and so I brought her coffee every day and her toast, and uh, as I do my wife, and so I just always treated her with the with with honor, and it was just fabulous, just fabulous. Well, that's so. It's a great story. Another good story in the book, and I believe. It's going to become a movie, yeah. so we could be starting the Dogwink series as well as the Godwink series. But isn't yeah. the story about Ruby, which is a phenomenal story, isn't that coming up? Love it. Yeah, love this story. And and uh, let me just, again, do the background on my wonderful wife, because uh, Louise does a uh, daily, I do a Godwink page on Facebook. And uh, Louise, uh, a couple of years ago, started Godwinkers, which is a private group. And um, she has a gathering of about 11,000 there wow. already. Groups grow smaller than pages. but and, uh, and, and there's a lot of prayer and so on and so forth. One day... Uh, someone wrote, you might want to check out the Providence Journal. There's a story in there that uh, is a wonderful Godwink. And so uh, we checked it out and wrote the story. And at the, and uh, before COVID, I was doing a monthly segment on the uh, on the Today Show. And um, as you mentioned, the Kathy Lee Hoda uh, mm. hour. And uh, so we did this story uh, on... Um, on that show. And the story is that in a shelter in Providence, Rhode Island, uh, Ruby was a seven-month-old Australian Shepherd Border Collie mix. Two breeds, 
that somebody said is like a Harvard degree and a Yale degree. <laughs> They're both smart as a whip, and they both have high energy. And uh, and Ruby was mischievous and uh, would steal somebody's pizza off their plate and, and just was kind of the naughty dog. And, uh, and everybody loved uh, Ruby. And she went out one interview after another, after she was prepped by one of the trainers there by the name of Pat Inman uh, to get them ready for their adoptive interviews, to put their best paw forward, if you know what I mean. Anyway, Ruby had been sent out on four interviews, and each time Ruby was brought back as unmanageable. And the last interview was the fifth one, and there was nipping that went down on the uh, on the report, and some lawyers got worried about that, and so they decided that they just couldn't keep Ruby any longer, and um, she was assigned to euthanasia in two hours, and Pat Inman, that trainer, got the phone call from the a manager of the shelter, and she said, "You can't do that. You can't put." Down, Ruby. She's so smart. You got. You have to do something. We have to do something. And she said, "I would take it myself, but my husband said no more dogs. I've already got so many." And then the manager said, "Well, to be honest with you, I took Ruby home, and and I have three dogs at home, and and they that didn't work out very well. They didn't get along very well." So I said, "I don't know what we're going to do." So, well, can't you call the canine people at the at the state police? And he said, you know something, they have never taken one of our dogs. They get these dogs from Czech Republic. They cost $10,000, mm-hmm. $15,000. They're bred for search and rescue. I know. Pat turned and she left. She was so dejected. But the manager decided to take a shot anyway. Divinely aligned on that day when his call came in, the commander of the canines uh, uh, division, Matt Zarilla, said, you know something? We have never taken a rescue dog, but we've got our budget was wiped out. We can't take on a new dog that we had in there. We have an officer that we have wanted to bring into the canine corps. But we just don't have a partner for him. He said, so I'll come over and take a look at the dog next week. No, 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 no. you got to come in two hours because Ruby is assigned for euthanasia. He said, okay, I'll be there. Ruby was taken into the canine corps. It was a long process because Officer Dan uh, O'Neill was a, was a kid who grew up with ADD. He had that struggle all of his life, and it was a difficult thing going through police academy. And here was Ruby, a dog with ADD. <laughs> or maybe that's ADDD. I don't know. <laughs> but, but anyway, they were a perfect match. They worked hard. They hard, hard, hard. And Ruby rose to the occasion once she realized she had a job and that was her job was to find missing people she was destined to become the rescue dog of the year and one of the assignments that she had on a cold october night it was freezing in providence area was 
that there had been a missing boy. And uh, they got the call, and uh, the canine corps went out, and and uh, Ruby and Dan uh, looked at uh, at the situation, and uh, he gave Ruby the command, and Ruby went off, headed right into the woods. Uh, it, they got a mile into the woods, and Ruby started barking. But Ruby was also doing what they would then call dog CPR, because the boy had a laceration on his forehead, blood uh, clogged up his nose, his his throat, and uh, when Officer Dan caught up, he took the pulse, and there was a very, very faint pulse, and Ruby uh, was licking the, the nose and the, and the open orifices of this boy, and he took a breath, and Dan immediately radioed the uh, uh, other officers and the uh, EMTs and gave them the GPS coordinates and uh, and said the boy is here, he's got a pulse and uh, and then the other officers started radioing we can't find you the the GPS coordinates aren't working and so Officer Dan says Ruby start barking and they started barking and barking and barking and barking they just followed Ruby's bark in the woods they picked up the boy, put him on a, uh, on a stretcher, took him into the ambulance, and rushed off to the hospital. Officer Dan said, I'm going to go and tell the parents the good news and what hospital uh, the boy, they can, uh, they can go visit their son in the hospital. Well, when he got to the home of the parents, they broke down in tears, and they, they were just so grateful. And uh, and, and so Officer Dan, to give him privacy, said, uh, well, thank you so much. And he turned to leave. And the mother said, Officer, have you ever heard of a dog named Ruby? He said, ma'am, the dog that just saved your son is Ruby. And she started to cry again. She said, I never knew what happened to Ruby. I'm the dog trainer who advocated for Ruby to be saved. I never knew what happened. The officer said, ma'am, that means that the dog you saved is the dog that just saved your son. Well, they had a reunion because Pat came out to the truck at that point and Ruby was in the back. And the photograph of Ruby remembering Pat Inman, his trainer, was just a joyful, joyful photograph. And that's the story of Ruby, and it's going to be a Netflix movie. Uh, it goes into production at the beginning of June. We're in pre-production right now. We have cast um, the young man who plays The Flash on CW Channel. Uh, he is a wonderful star. It's a wonderful show. And um, and his name is Grant Gustin, and, uh, and he is playing Officer Dan O'Neill of the Rhode Island State Police, and Ruby is has been cast by a dog that plays, uh, will be playing her, and, um, and actually there will be three dogs that are going to be cast for Ruby, and you know what they do? Uh, they will be uh, painted uh, by the animal trainers when, before we start shooting so that they look all alike wow. and they look like Ruby. How amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's like a doggy like, do 
A doggy do-over. <laughs> we'll have the before and after. And I want everyone to know, too, that Ruby went on to win. And on Hallmark, they have these Hero Dog Awards, because I remember seeing oh, her. Yeah. She got the National Search and Rescue Award for Dog of the Year and the Hero Dog Award. So I just think that's amazing. And, and the story. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me the story, and I've already read it a couple times in the book. Plus, I already knew about it, because I remember reading about it when it happened years ago. So, it, but it still gives you that goosebumps. It's yeah. because you, you can tell it's all come together. It's all meant to be, it's all meant to happen. And those are what God wings and dog winks are. And, and I, I have to tell you, Squire, the, the book is amazing. The stories are amazing. They're very inspiring. And the book is coming out very soon. Of course, the book is called dog winks. True Godwink stories of the dogs and the blessings they bring. But where can the listeners go? I mean, you and Louise both have such rich backgrounds, such your backgrounds are so great. And what you do now is so inspiring. What you did before was inspiring, and what you're continuing to do is inspiring. Where can the listeners go to learn more about you, Louise, Godwings, and of course, Dogwings, this beautiful, beautiful book that's coming out? Well, we have a website, godwinks.com. And um, and uh, showing up on that website is Dog Wink Wednesday. Every one of the uh, dog winks that we put on uh, on uh, my Facebook page, which is uh, almost a three hundred thousand, and uh, we uh, every Wednesday that's on uh, Facebook dot com slash God slash God winks. And so Dog Wink Wednesday every Wednesday, but we do a different post every single day. It's a uh, either a, a quote from one of the dog wink or god wink books, or it is a it is a dog wink or a god wink story. And so I tell god wink stories that uh, people send in. People can share their god wink stories and their dog wink stories. And we are going to be doing uh, another dog wink book. So uh, we would love to to have you go to godwink.com. That's G, not dogwink.com, <laughs> but godwink.com, and you can, uh, there's a, a place where you can uh, tell us, share your stories there. Uh, maybe you'll be in the next book. You might be in one of those next movies. Who knows? Wow, who knows? There could be another one out there, another Ruby out there just waiting. I'm sure <laughs> there's Ruby. thousands of them out there. But, Squire, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, you know, um, uh, we're just thrilled with uh, the Hallmark movies. Uh, A Godwink Christmas has, uh, we've had three of those, and yesterday we just had our our pitch meeting with the Hallmark executives, and there are three that they are looking at. We said, nothing wrong with you doing all three, (laughs) and we'll be happy with that. And so... We're we're pretty confident that there will be a Godwink Christmas number four this Christmas, and uh, we just feel as though the brand of Godwink and uh, Hallmark go together. But also, Netflix has been just wonderful to work with, and uh, this is their first uh, film for with with us, and we do fully expect that we will be having more. Dog Wink movies on Netflix. So let's just pray about it, everybody. 
I think that's wonderful. Squire, I want to thank you so much for being our guest today. It was such a joy to talk to you and for sharing your stories, all the inspiration between the Godwinks and the Dogwinks. And everyone, the book is coming out, Dogwinks, and it's by Squire Rushnell and Louise Duarte. And you know what? We're going to look forward to the dog wink series on netflix and i'm telling you my christmas wouldn't be christmas without seeing my god wink holiday special right. so i can't wait i thank you again so much and for those of you who are looking to find out more about squire and louise and god winks and dog winks go to godwink.com Yes, the books are there. You can check out, you can pre-order the uh, Dogwink uh, book. It comes out May 4th. Uh, actually, you can uh, get the audio book right away uh, oh. uh, if you go to godwinks.com. So that's, uh, that's all you need to know. Thank you again <laughs> so, so much. It's been such a pleasure. And again, I can't wait to be looking at these movies. And I love the book. So all of you out there, especially all of you rescue parents out there, all of you dog lovers out there, you're not going to be disappointed when you read this book. It's going to fill your heart. It's going to fill your soul. And I'm telling you that you are going to absolutely love it. And you'll be waiting for the Netflix picture too. So, <laughs> so again, thank you so very much. Thank you for being our guest today. Thanks, Susan. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back in just a moment. As a veterinarian, I want you to keep your dog as healthy and happy as possible. Well, you may have read a lot about bone broth's benefits for dogs, but if you're like me, you're too busy to cook bones for hours. So why not check out Rockwell Pets Pro Natural Dog Bone Broth? It comes in the convenience of a dry product, and you just sprinkle the powder on top of your dog's regular meal. It helps relieve arthritis pain with its anti-inflammatory turmeric and boosts appetite, even for finicky eaters. Plus, it's fast and easy, and you don't have to boil any bones. It's vet approved, made in the U.S., and comes with a money-back guarantee. For more information, check out RockwellPetsPro.com. That's RockwellPetsPro.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great diva week, everyone. That's all for this episode of the Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, the Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>